0: so sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW group. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Thank you and bless you, Father. We thank you for this great gathering of incredible leaders tonight for the Harvest Leadership Network. And, Father, we pray for those that are listening live right now as well as those that are going to be listening on the podcast replay. And we just pray that you speak to them with great power, great clarity. And we just pray, Lord, that you would answer questions, give strategies, give guidance, give direction, uh, so that we move in those things that you've ordained. We thank you that it is so. In Jesus' name, everybody say it. Amen. Hey, again, listen, guys, so glad that you're on tonight. If you're listening to this live right now with me, you'll notice when you came in, their lines were automatically muted. We do that so then that way you don't have to worry about hearing the background noise of people frying chicken or whatever there is or dealing with their children uh, in the evening time. So that way you can come receive the information. You know, the Harvest Leadership Network exists so that you can see results in your life. We want to help leaders go further, faster, and so we want to equip leaders so that they can change regions, and together we can seize the harvest. I want to encourage you on a couple of things. You know, Just a reminder, some dates that I just mentioned before we started. Uh, Atlanta, we're going to be on Friday Night Fire in Atlanta on July 19th, so at the time of this recording, uh, July 19th is still ahead of us, 2019, so text coming, C-O-M-I-N-G, to reserve your free seat. For that night, it's going to be great. And then our conference, the 2019 Harvest Conference, the theme is manifestation. That's the theme of the year Uh, for us. This is your year of manifestation. I need you to write that down. This is my year of manifestation. What does that mean? It means it's your year to possess what you pray for, to walk in what you used to worry about, for you to see what you've sown for. That's the year that you are in. It's a year of results. And so in that, and he said, where are you getting that from? Well, the number nine is the biblical number that means results. Literally, it means to birth out. It means for something to finally appear, something to finally come forth. That's what the number nine means. It means manifestation. So you need to realize this is not a year where you're going to talk about it. This is a year you're going to be about it. This is not a year where you're just going to hope and wish. This is going to be a year where you get out there and make that thing happen. So I want to speak to the life in you. Speak to the dream, the passion, the zeal, the zest, and speak to that and let you know that this is the year it's gap to manifest, which is why you don't have time for small talk that's not producing big moves. You don't have time uh, to be cynical and hold on to a struggle. It's time for you to move forward in what God has ordained, all right? And so that's September 11, 12, 13. To register for that, all you have to do is text COMING, C-O-M-I-N-G, to 59769. You'll see the link. It'll take you to our events. You just click the link. You can select the courses you want to take through in the day. The evening sessions are free and open to the public. Listen, guys, so many great things are happening in the lives of people who are connected to Harvest and I uh, am uh, we have something in our app. Uh, called the Change Lives Blog. It's literally where people submit their testimonies of how God's working in th- uh, through their life and how harvest is being used by God to work in their life, not just for those that are part of Harvest Church, but for those that are also part of the Harvest Leadership Network or connected to us in any way. In addition to our Harvest Physical locations, we've got several digital locations, people who are harvesters, and they don't live in Denver. Uh, they live in Chicago, Miami, Houston, Dallas, San Diego, Los Angeles, Boston, Baltimore, all over. And so there's so many powerful testimonies that are in there. And uh, I just uh, I want to share one real quick with you to stir your faith to uh, let you know the importance of being connected. Because if you're not connected to Harvest Church, uh, or excuse me, Harvest Leadership Network, we'd love for you to do that. And even Harvest Church, maybe you're listening and you don't have a pastor, you don't have a Man of God that speaks life into your life. We'd love for you to connect with us. And if you do, be faithful there. It says, God puts you in places you don't qualify for. It says, so long I was offered a senior accountant position at work that I was told I'd be promoted to. When I was officially offered the position, my director said that there were um, other candidates that had more experience than me. It goes on. But God. Not only did God place me in that position without the experience, I received an additional $800. Come on here, y'all. From the original offer they gave me. This news came this morning after the Dream Team party. Since starting with harvest, my pay has increased, watch this, everybody, over $30,000. Thank you, Bishop, for keeping me on track and making sure I place God's kingdom first. When you follow the principles uh, Bishop teaches, the fruit will always follow. I would love to hear your praise report. And uh, you might be saying, Bishop, I don't really have a praise report right now. I'm still waiting on some things to manifest. I can tell you. You're in the right place at the right time, listening to the right message, uh, because I believe it is going to help you, equip you and empower you. We'd love to hear your testimony, and you can read so many more. That's right there in the Harvest mobile app. You can go to harvestchurch.church to get our app. At the time of this, you can also text the word HARVEST, H-A-R-V-E-S-T, to the phone number 59769 at the time this is being recorded, and you can get our app that way too. All right? Also, last thing before we get into tonight's leadership talk, I call it leadership talk because it's literally like the, the, the leadership discussion that every leader has got to have And we do this monthly. Why? So that we can pour into leaders. Why? Because leaders must stay fed. Why? Because leaders must be led. Why? Because leaders must stay sharp. Iron sharpens iron. If there's anything in you that's connected to anything in me, that tells me a lot about you. That tells me that you're bold. That tells me that you're avant-garde. That tells me that you are passionate about seeing results. That tells me that you're passionate about seeing God do amazing things, all right? And so... After today, uh, even on the podcast, I want to encourage you to sow. You know what Harvest is doing, both through our leadership network, our church, our Bible college, so many other things that Harvest does, lives are being impacted and changed. And if you haven't sown, I want to encourage you to sow. We don't charge the members of our leadership network anything to join. We don't charge for our podcast. We don't charge for the resources that we make available to churches. How do we do it? We do it because the people who are connected to harvest are faithful givers, and faithful givers flourish. And I want to encourage you, if you've been blessed by anything we've done, I want to encourage you to sow. Why? Pay it forward for somebody else. Why? Because harvest is good ground, because harvest is changing lives. Number three, why? Because it's going to bring a harvest into your life. That's the Bible. That's the Bible. Luke 638, give and it shall be given unto you, good measure, Pressed press down, shaking together, and running over. So when you give, you're always going to get back a harvest that's greater. So to sow, after tonight's Leadership Talk, you can use the Cash app if you want to do that. You can do hashtag HarvestChurchGive if you want to do it to uh, the, the church. If you want to send it directly to Bishop Foreman, you can do hashtag Bishop Foreman if you want to use Cash app. Again, that's HarvestChurchGive, all one word the cash tag, or you can do cash tag The other option that exists is for you to mail it in. You can mail it in the PO Box 441004, Aurora, Colorado, 844, if you want to do it that way. Simplest thing to do is Harvest church. Click the Give button or harvestchurch.church forward slash give. You can do it that way. You can also give in our mobile app. Of course, I've mentioned that a few times now. You can just text the word harvest. The 59769 at the time of this recording uh, to get um, our free mobile app. And, of course, you can also use text to give, which is my favorite way to give. When you do that, just text the amount. Say so you want to give $100, you can text 100 to the phone number 84321. Text 100, whatever the amount you want to give, to 84321. It's going to suit you a link back, and it's going to say who you want to give it to. You put in a zip code 812. Put in the zip code 812. You'll see Harvest Search. You'll know it's us because you'll see that B that stands for victory. You'll see that B that, that also represents the cross. You'll see that B that also represents the sword, which represents the Word of God that's sharper than a dual-edged sword. And when you see that, you'll know that's where you want to be, and it'll give you some prompts so you can give that way. All right? So I encourage you to sow after tonight's leadership talk. Because I know uh, that it's going to be a blessing for you. And, again, it is how we continue to change lives across America and around the world. Here's what I want to talk about, leaders, because I want to empower you. And I want to empower you with the way progress is made. You ready? Here it is, little by little. Wow, wow, wow. That's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about making progress little by little uh, as a leader. And this is in your business. This is in your ministry. This is in your finances. This is how God gives progress us progress. And in a year of manifestation, sometimes we can miss the movement because the movement isn't coming in massive ways, it's coming little by little. I'm going to say that again. Sometimes in manifestation, we can miss it because the movement is coming not in massive ways, it's coming little by little. I need you to hear me, leader. Don't you be mad that your progress is coming step by step. God's teaching you how to walk. Don't you be mad that your progress is coming jump by jump. God's teaching you how to run. This is how God does it. Deuteronomy 7.22. Deuteronomy, interestingly enough, it means to say it again. So lots of what we read in Deuteronomy, uh, we've already seen in Exodus, we've already seen in Numbers, but literally it is God saying it again to us. What does this teach us, leaders? That repetition is the teacher's best friend. Redundancy is the teacher's best friend. Leaders, let me teach you a very important lesson. Sometimes leadership is going to feel like babysitting, and you need to know that's the job. Now, I'm not saying that you go around and and, and wipe and burp and all that. No, what I'm saying is is that often when you think of children and the concept of babysitting, you often are having to repeat yourself. Don't sit over there. Don't sit over there. Don't sit over there. Don't do that. Don't do that. And when you're a leader who's trying to make progress, let's tell the truth, that can seem very discouraging sometimes. That can be very angering sometimes, that can make you, quite frankly, that can just make you mad. Let's tell the truth. But here's what you need to know. That's the process of leadership. You are always, always going to be repeating yourself. You're always going to have to do things with redundancy, and you need to realize that even God knew that this was so necessary. He wrote a whole book that means say it again. All right, that's just in the name Deuteronomy, right? Isn't that a revelation for you? Don't be mad if you're having to repeat it. What it's teaching you is that sometimes you've got to be more creative in how you teach it. Deuteronomy 722. And the Lord your God will drive out those nations before you. Here it is, little by little. You will be unable to destroy them at once, lest the beasts of the field become too numerous for you. So here's what God is saying in that verse. God is saying that if I give you massive victory, and you take all of these nations and you take them at one time, all of the beasts and all of the the herds and all of the animals that these nations were keeping in check, you're not going to have to keep them in check yourself. Here's the problem, is that you've not yet developed the infrastructure. Come on here. You've not yet developed the infrastructure. You've not yet developed the strategy. You've not yet developed the ability to be able to keep up with the progress that you've made. So God tells his people, I'm not going to do it all at once because you don't have the systems in place for you to run all of that at that time. So instead what I'm going to do is give you victory little by little. Now that will preach, right, leaders, because here's what we want. We want everything and we want it now. Some of you all remember that old commercial uh, that used to come on, I want my money and I want it now. Most of us, everything we want, we want now. But we haven't yet realized that sometimes what we want, watch this, we're not ready to walk in. What we want, we're not yet prepared for. What we want, we haven't developed. Sometimes it's not external systems in terms of paperwork and checklists. Sometimes it's internal systems, right? You haven't learned how to process the stress of 50 people, so you won't know what to do with the stress of 100 people. You haven't yet learned how to process the haters on level one. You won't know how to deal with the haters on level 10. They will literally devour you because they're going to come for you because when you're somebody – that calls the shots, you've got to be somebody that knows how to take the shots. So this is such a powerful principle. And sometimes it can seem like your life isn't making huge leaps and bounds in what you consider progress. Sometimes you can feel stuck and stagnant, and it's in those moments we can experience great discouragement about the future. Sometimes you can see what looks to be great progress for others, and you can be, begin to have a personal interrogation that often leads to moments of despair. We can start thinking things like, why me, or why is this happening for me, uh, 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 and, and, and it's not happening, or why is it happening for them, and it's not happening for me? It, it seems like they don't even serve God like I do, or God, what have I left undone? But notice that the reasons that are perhaps unknown to you, God kept nudging you forward. Here's what's amazing, is that even though you may have had these moments and these questions of despair or discouragement or frustration, notice how you kept moving forward. I need you to realize that you, and I said this on prayer last night, And if you don't get with us on prayer, prayer right now its Monday night at 7 o'clock. We do it live on Facebook right now at the time of this podcast and the time of this leadership call. And so 7 o'clock Mountain Time, you hop on there. Prayer is so powerful. But I talked about how in life most people are making monuments, right? And a monument means something was once here. But God's not into making monuments. God is into making movements. And what often happens is that when you make monuments, You're afraid of change. You're afraid of things being different. But understand this. The very definition of death means the cessation of growth. And you need to realize God is taking you from faith to faith, from glory to glory, from level to level. Now, we can enter into moments of despair or discouragement uh, uh, because we often lack one major understanding about how God does things. See, there are certainly kairos moments where God seemingly Interrupts time with opportunity. See, in the Greek language of our New Testament, there were two words for time. One word was chronos, C-H-R-O-N-O-S. Chronos means a quantitative time, one, two, three, four, five, five, four, three, two, one. That's chronos. Uh, That's where we get our word chronological. But then there's this word kairos for time. And kairos doesn't mean quantity of time. Kairos means quality of time. In other words, it means that something has happened in a supernatural way or in an extraordinary way inside of time, so that it is as if time was bypassed. I'm going to say that again. Something has happened inside of time that's been so extraordinary or so supernatural that it is as if time has been bypassed. Why is that significant to know? It's significant to know because there are certainly moments like that where God will just, boom, drop something in our lap and we'll say, wow. There are moments where doors of opportunity will open and we'll say, wow. There's moments where people will walk up and put keys in your hand and you'll say, wow. There's moments where people will walk up and give you favor and you will say, wow. But the the reality is, while sometimes it seems like certain things can be overnight successes in your life, then there are times where it seems like everything is taking forever. And in the Bible verse we read, God paints a clear picture about how he often works. It says, and the Lord your God Will drive out those nations before you. How little by little, leader. Please write that down. Please type that in your phone. Please put that in your Evernote. Uh, 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 please do an Instagram post with it. It's do a story and @bishopform. I me mean, in that little by little, it says you will be unable to destroy them at once, lest the beasts of the field become too numerous for you. Now that word "destroy" in the Hebrew language of our Old Testament, it's the word kalah, k-a-l-a-h. It means accomplish. So in essence. God says, you're not going to be able to accomplish everything at once. And leaders, let's tell the truth. Isn't that exactly what we want? We absolutely want to get everything done right now. I don't want it done now. Matter of fact, I wanted it done yesterday. In essence, God was saying, you're not going to be able to accomplish everything at once. And this is where, as a leader, you have to realize that God works little by little. And that doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. Sometimes that means you're doing what's right. God just knows that you need time to prepare. You need time to prepare emotionally. You need time to prepare your family. You need time to prepare your finances. Like, literally, think, if God answered all your prayers right now, would you even know what to do with it? The children of Israel were in pursuit of something called the promised land. Now, for you and I, it's not a parcel of land that's promised. It's a promised life. It is the life of shalom. That's the Hebrew word that says peace. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, and all is well. Now, check this out. What's significant about that, uh, leaders, is that after 430 years of slavery, now they're in pursuit of this thing that they really have never seen, but they know is promised to them. And in Deuteronomy – God tells them that He's given them this land. For us, He's given us this life. As a leader, He's given your business, your ministry, your church, your department within that church. He has given you this great future. Watch this. But there are seven nations that were stronger than them that they had to contend with. This is the Ikes. The Ikes. Not the Ike and Tinas. No, not Ike. No, no, no. No, don't eat the cake, Anna No, this is the Ikes. I T E S. The Hittites, the Gergesites. The Amorites, the Canaanites, the Perizzites, the Hedvites, and the Jebusites. All right? All right? You got to go back and listen to this podcast to get all the Ike. Now, for the children of Israel, it wasn't merely a matter, watch me, leader, of going in and settling down and getting company. And that's what I want to come for. Because, leader, hear me, sometimes you get comfortable because of past progress and past success. Shut your doggone mouth. Sometimes you get comfortable because of past success and because of past victory. And so now what happens is that you view it as, well, I'm just going to settle in and just get comfy. But the reality is is that they had to fight for every foot of ground. Watch me, leader, even though God had promised it to him, Many of us, there's great things that we know we're supposed to accomplish. We know that we know that we know that we know. But the reality is sometimes we can think something's wrong because we're saying, why am I having to fight to take crown? I need you to know that's just the way it is. I need you to know that's just the hand you've been dealt. I need you to know that's just the circumstance or the situation that you find yourself in. You are in a circumstance where God says, I have promised it to you, but, baby, you're going to have to fight for it. Here's the deal. But if you fight, you'll win. But watch me. If you don't fight, you're never going to be able to win. That means that even though God has made wonderful promises to us in his word, that doesn't mean we're not going to have to fight. Now, we often like to talk in church. Listen, pastors, you like to tell people that God has a wonderful plan for their life and God wants to do great things for them. But listen, this doesn't come with just one major victory so that we never have to fight again. There are many people that are looking for their ship to come in when they really need to start walking on the water out to the ship. I'm going to back that thing up. There are many people that are waiting on their ship to come in when they really need to start walking on water out to the ship. See, God doesn't always move us forward in life or in leadership by huge leaps and bounds. Hear me, y'all. It's little by little. Little victory followed by little victory that add up to something incredible. In fact, a war is not even won with one battle. If you ever look at previous – I like watching biographies. I'm not necessarily a war buff, but I like watching biographies. And sometimes the biographies are of famous war generals and people who have uh, fought great battles and done things like that. And it's interesting because they may call it World War I, World War II, the Vietnam War, the Korean War, whatever – but the reality is, is that there were daily battles that added up to a victory. I'm going to say it again. There were daily battles that add up to a victory. And in every battle, you get stronger. In every battle, you get wiser. In every battle, you get better. If, listen to me. If God always gave us sudden, full, and complete victory and we never had to fight again, surely pride would creep in and we'd start to look down on others who haven't been as victorious as we have. See, sometimes the reality is that God leaves a struggle so that you don't forget where you came from. Sometimes God leaves a challenge so that you don't get arrogant with other people. Sometimes God leaves an issue in your life, just like he did with the Apostle Paul, so that you recognize. He says, I was given this messenger of Satan to buffet me. It was was literally used to to keep me in a place so where I didn't get beside myself. So I'm going to give you three quick points tonight, leaders, that are going to help you as you are Uh, Moving forward, we're at halftime now, and I want you to make the rest of this year the best of your year. I don't care if you're listening to this podcast in 2024 and you think, oh, my God, it's dated or whatever, and so this won't apply to me. No, these principles will always apply. Number one, don't underestimate small things. Big doors swing on small hinges. The tongue, which is a small organ in our body, the Bible says it's like the rudder of a ship that directs our lives. Everything that ever becomes great often starts with something small and insignificant, a whisper, a thought, an idea. Think about it. Pastor, some of your most creative ideas came from you looking at something while you, were on, uh, while you were on a trip, looking at something while you were on the plane, seeing something while you were walking through the airport. It's seemingly innocuous. It's seemingly small. It seemingly doesn't mean much. Some of you who are connected to Harvest and connected to me today, you happen to see a post. You happen to see a video. You happen to see uh, something on social media. It seemingly was small, but it's turned into a brand-new path of life. It's turned into a brand-new connection in life that's furthering and advancing your life. Do not underestimate small things. Number two, be faithful in small things. If God moves us forward little by little, then the way we handle little things, hear me, are battles within themselves. See, I often pay attention. I have been an entrepreneur since I was 12. I've been hiring and employing people since I was 12 years old. By the time I was 21, I built a very successful real estate finance business, and I learned some very important lessons early on in business and in ministry and in life, and I learned that the details matter. So I would pay attention to details of people who were interviewing to work for me that other people wouldn't pay attention to. I pay attention to details like how they groom themselves. I pay attention to details like how their fingernails were. I pay attention to details like uh, how their hair was groomed. I pay attention to details like did they come uh, ready to write something down or did they come with nothing. I pay attention to details to see if they mimicked what they saw in my attire based on the research they should have done on on my website. I pay attention to detail about how they spoke. Did they check the culture when they came into the room or, or did they think that the culture was supposed to adjust to them? I literally paid attention to details because the way a person handles small things became an indicator to me of how they would handle something bigger. And I want to challenge you leaders. Be faithful when no one is looking because God is. Uh, pastor, do you keep office hours or do you just expect the office to run itself? Business owners, do you think that you, because you got one big sale a couple of months ago that now you can just sit back and, and rest on your laurels because it's always going to be that way? You've really got to step back and ask yourself, how are you handling the small things? Because uh, the reality is is that if you're not handling the small things well, what you're doing is you're disqualifying yourself for the next small thing. But the next small thing is going to lead to a greater victory. That I need you to catch it. God moves little by little. So if you're not faithful in little by little, you're certainly not going to be able to rule in the big stuff, right? And then number three, and here's the last point I want to give you today, leaders, is celebrate every small victory. Uh, at the end of the day, if we've only had one victory 30 years ago, how dull would our lives be, right? Or worse yet, how easy would it be for us to take God for granted? But because we move ahead little by little, it makes us savor every victory. When we win, we celebrate, then you've got to get ready for the next battle. Can I spend about one minute right here? Because this is where some leaders make huge mistakes and huge errors. Is that after one victory, you are still having the victory party and the victory celebration when the next battle has already shown up. Y'all ain't talking to me. (laughs) After one victory, you're still having the victory party when the next battle has already shown up. I've seen people who have literally taken too long to celebrate too little. I'm going to say that again. I've seen people who have literally celebrated too long uh, uh, something that was too little. In, other, in essence, because they got one compliment, because they got one good job, they now are, are, are riding on that, and they're not preparing for the next battle or victory. And I got to tell you, if you're going to succeed, you got to live like nobody else. Most everybody else is looking for a weekend, right? But watch this. Progressive leaders like you, progressive leaders are saying, man, I wish I had another day during the week. I'm not saying that you don't need rest. I'm not saying that you need some time off. I'm not saying that you don't need some time to relax, relate, and relate. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is that leaders that make progress, leaders that really get things done, they live like nobody else, which is why they live like nobody else. I challenge you to go study the daily life of, all, of, of some of the top billionaires in the world, and you're going to see a pattern. You're going to see a pattern that emerges that while everybody else is trying to take it easy, these billionaires are taking the next step to be successful. Now, think about it. They could say, well, you know, I got a, you know, I got $10 billion. I got $100 billion. In one gentleman's case, I got $200 billion. I can just sit back and relax. I mean, like, really, nobody's got more money than me. I literally can buy anything I want. I can virtually buy any company that I want. I can literally go buy countries. I could buy a whole country if I wanted to and own it. Here's the reality. They are preparing for the next battle. And many people make the huge mistake after a victory, they think that they're done. And that's why lazy people don't see much progress in life. Uh, That's why people who are just trying to to get to lay down and get to relax, they don't see much progress in their life. Why? Because they're not getting ready for the next battle. I want to challenge you, leader, to realize that as you're moving forward, God is going to move you forward little by little. And that little is relative because it may seem like it's not much for you, but if you look back on where you were to where you are now, listen to me, leader, you're making progress. If nobody else is speaking into you, let me speak into you and say God is proud of you. Let me speak into you and say you're doing a heck of a job. Let me speak into you and say God sees your effort and God recognizes your effort. Let me speak life into you and say keep moving. If the people who you lead don't honor you, don't respect you, don't, 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 don't give you any sense of worth, let me speak that into you and say to you that you're necessary. Let me say to you that you were born for the time that you were needed most, and that is right now. I'm going to say that again. You were born for the time that you were needed most, and that is right now leaders i pray that you've been blessed by what you've heard today i pray that you've been equipped and that you've been inspired by what you heard today and again i want to encourage you to sow into what you've heard today you can do it through the cash app uh, harvest church give all one word uh, or bishop form at all one word f-o-r-e-m-a-m and go to harvest forward slash give you can mail it to p.o box 441004 aurora colorado 844, or text to give. Just text the amount. If you want to give 1,000, you just text 1,000 to 84321, and uh, it will send you a link. You put in the zip code 812, and you'll see the Harvest Church. You'll see the V, that Harvest V. That's how you know it's us. You'll see that V when that's where you want to be. I encourage you to show into this. And I want to ask you, when you get the podcast, share it. It's amazing to me. Uh, some individuals came up to me, and I'm sure they're probably listening to this either live right now or they're listening to the podcast. Some individuals came up to me, that came to the building, and she said, you know what, I'm on the road a lot, but she said, I listen to your leadership podcast. I was talking with a gentleman the other day. He says, oh, my God, I listen to the leadership podcast all the time. It keeps me inspired. It keeps me informed. It keeps me going. Listen, guys, if leadership was easy, everybody would be one. The reason everybody's not a leader is because everybody can't get it done. But, hey, listen to me, you, you got it. You, you got what it takes. So I believe in you. I'm excited about your future. I'm excited about how God is using you to lead. Don't forget about July 19th in Atlanta, Friday Night Fire for 2019. It's going to be great. Text coming to 59769 to reserve your free seat. And our conference, I want you there. Please take those three days off. Please get to Denver. Please invest in yourself. Please do it. Uh, September 11, 12, and 13. Pastor John Hanna, Prophet Luther McKenzie, Mr. Kevin Foreman, plus a variety of great day speakers and day sessions that are going to equip you practically. And you won't, be, you won't be in sessions all day, so you'll get some time to rest. You'll get some time to lay down and take a nap if you want to do that. You'll get some time to go and see the city if you want to do that. Go to the mountains if you want to do that. You're going to get some time to enjoy your life. Come, let me spend three days with you and, and pour into you and empower you. How do you register for it? You just text coming to 59769. Let me pray for you. Before you go, let me pray for you. Father, I pray for these great leaders. I pray that they would hear today's talk and that they it, make it part of their walk, that they would do everything that you have ordained for them to do, and that they would do it with strength, they do it with power, they do it with clarity, and they do it with boldness. I pray that no weapon that's formed against them will prosper, and every time that rise in judgment, I pray that it is condemned now. We honor you and bless you for it now. In Jesus' name, everybody on the line said amen. Have a great day, guys. Again, this will be available on the Leadership Podcast. Make sure that you share it. Let's impact and change some lives. Until next time, remember, love God, love people, and love life. Shalom.